What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Verzi Effect Podcast Show. My name is Paul Verzi, and today is Tuesday, June 18th, 2019. Uh, how the hell is everybody doing? I hope you guys are doing well, and uh, I hope everybody, all the fathers out there, especially, had a great weekend, great Father's Day. Um, you know what's funny is the older I get, the more I love Father's Day. It's just, you know, it's just they give you the day. There's no, you know, my wife, yeah, you want to go play golf? Sure. I remember I was um, I was playing golf, and I was, like, ready to tee off, and I was just thinking, do I have to check my phone? Do I have to, <laughs> do I have to check in? Do I have to see if I got a text or a call? And I was like, no, no, I am left the hell alone because it's Father's Day. And then it's like, hey, can you guys take care of, like, the chores and all the errands that got to be run? Like, you don't have to do them. It's like, man, you know, it might not get the attention Mother's Day gets, but damn it, I will take it. Um, you guys are listening to episode, uh, what is this, 406, and um, it is pouring rain in New York, supposed to pour rain all week, which if you guys know me and you've been listening to the show long enough, I love it, you know, listening to people talking at, uh, listening to people talk at like my son's baseball game or, you know, at the golf course or in the clubhouse when you're playing golf and you hear people like, yeah, man, only good day this week is going to be like tomorrow for a few hours. Then it's going to rain all week and people just putting their heads down upset. And I'm thinking, what the hell are you people complaining about? Oh, you mean you get to sit in the house and relax and watch movies? Now, granted, I know what you're thinking, Paul, not everybody's a comedian, not everybody works nights and could sleep in, but, but on weekends you get the lazy day where you don't feel like you have to run all those errands and do things because it's pouring, all right? Some people can work from home if it's really that bad outside, so you do get some perks with the bad weather anyway, but yes, I am a comedian who like, you know, when I'm not working and doing what I love, I love to chill and obsess on the phone and computer about where uh, the Knicks are in this free agency class. That's what my life has been right now. It's been working, hanging with my family, and finding out where Kevin Durant and what's going on with the Knicks and where Kevin Durant's going to go. That's what kind of lunatic I am. Okay, I care about the Knicks in a way that doesn't make sense. And then you know what the weirdest thing is? If they won, then I would go, all right, what now? So... You know, it is what it uh, it is what it is. Wait, did I? Is the last time the Toronto Raptors won the the championship? We will. Um, I guess we'll talk about that after. But um, let's get into uh, let's get into the episode. A lot of stuff to talk uh, talk about today. Father's Day, but I want to first start off by uh, talking about, and I got to be careful with this one because people that I know listen to this. But I want to talk about my son's baseball game last night and just, well, something hilarious happened last night. So anyway, I'll give you guys the gist of it. I told you the good with my son's basketball team, right? Last year they were 1-11. This year 12-0 and and won the championship. Basketball's all good. Baseball, baseball's a little different, okay? Um, they didn't win a game this year. The problem is our district is small and a lot of the kids are choosing lacrosse, which I don't understand. I Honestly, I don't understand. 
I think lacrosse is incredibly boring to watch. Um, I just think it's it's I, it sucks. It's not on TV. Nobody cares. Nobody's sitting at the water cooler the next day going, did you see that great lacrosse game? Nobody gives a shit. Unless your kid plays lacrosse, nobody gives a fuck. Or, hey, did you see uh, Davidson and Duke had a good... I don't give a shit about lacrosse. Nobody ever did. Nobody does. It's If your kid wants to do it and you're playing out there, and I know I sound like a dick, I don't give a shit. Okay, let's be honest. It's New York. It's... it's um, it's the United States, I should say. <laughs> what are the big three in the United States, everybody? Football, basketball, and baseball. And then hockey is fourth. Uh, not to everybody. Calm down. Relax, hockey fans. I'm just saying. That's how it goes. Then you go soccer. Okay, but I'd rather watch a cricket tournament than fucking lacrosse. Okay, it's just stupid. They got that stupid cage on their face. They're wearing shorts. They're running around, throwing a stick around. I'm sorry. I know there's parents listening to this. I don't give a shit. If you get mad at me and you don't like my podcast because I'm shitting on lacrosse, go fuck yourself. How about that? I don't give a shit. And if you come up to me and go, hey, I used to listen to your podcast, but you shit on lacrosse. I'd be like, yeah, and I'm going to continue to shit on it. It's a stupid fucking game. Okay, it is. It's stupid. It looks stupid. And there's nothing exciting about it. Anyway, because of lacrosse, our district is losing kids um, from baseball. And so, um, anyway, you know. And by the way, when's the last time you were like, dude, that lacrosse thing? Like, ESPN does like a few highlights a week, if that, on lacrosse. And they like throw it in where nobody cares. It's it's completely evident. All right? Nobody's going to watch the 2019 lacrosse draft. Nobody gives a shit. Nobody's saying who's the number one lacrosse prospect in the country. Nobody cares about lacrosse. All right. So my son's team, last year they had two teams. This year they could only have one, but it was like 17 kids. And they all got to get up and they all got to play, so it kind of sucked. Anyway, they lost pretty much every game of the regular season, but every team in the league makes the playoffs. So last night was their playoff game, and they're losing like 12 to 4 or 11 to 4. Um, and then all of a sudden things get interesting. Now, let me rewind and tell you guys what happened. All right. So, um, my son's coach, you know, my son wants to, co- uh, my son wants to, you know, play and be, do the right thing by his coach. But, you know, he gets nervous pitching because a lot of the kids, you know, just really didn't learn to pitch and they don't know to pitch. So he sees a lot of kids walking people on both teams. You know, it's just the ages. But my son and I, I work with my son and my son has an unbelievable arm like his daddy and he he can throw. He can really throw and he has velocity and he's accurate. And, you know, I think I mentioned to you guys, but when I was like coming up in junior high school and getting ready to go in high school, they wanted me to be quarterback because of my arm. But I'm only five foot eight, so you know that wouldn't have worked out long term anyway. But I always had a really strong um, right arm, and my son does too. We have broad shoulders, and and you know he can. And I'm teaching him the right form, and my son could throw a ball. So I worked with him, but he still gets nervous because the team has been bad, and he doesn't want to let the coach down or the team down and do that. Anyway, long story short, I was like, buddy, it's the playoffs. They're probably going to ask you to pitch. He's like, yeah, I don't know. I don't want to do it right away. I go, listen, it's the playoffs. You tell your coach you're going to pitch anytime you want you to. So it's a pretty tight game. 
uh, or it was whatever it was, seven to one or something like that, seven to three. And my son gets, um, gets in the game to pitch and it's at a really nice field and they got this old time umpire. The guy's been doing it forever. Old man. He's built like an umpire. He looks like an umpire. He's been doing it. He doesn't let a little kid come up to the plate if the kid's shirt is not tucked in and see the belt. Like he's old school like that, which whatever, but he's also very, very anal. He's got to make sure like there's no bats or helmets by the edge. Like you can't see certain things. He just makes sure like he, let's be honest, this old guy overdoes it a little bit, but I get it. He's been doing it. He's by the book. He's probably been, you know, doing this for 40 years, right? So whatever. So anyway, my son strikes out the first batter. Now I'm standing near behind the cage near the ump. My son could actually see me and my wife is over to the left by the bleachers and I'm just making sure my son is okay. Strikes the first batter out. Then he walked two. Then he strikes the second batter out. I mean, then he strikes the second out. He gets another strikeout. So there's two outs, a couple people on base. And then he's got this kid on two strikes. And he's I could tell he's feeling it. And and he's everybody was he was giving up the least amount of walks up to this point. And everything is just going good. And uh the ump was really having bad calls. I thought there was a couple of calls my son could have got a strike, but then he throws one. Right right below the kid's waist, right down the middle of the plate. Catcher catches it, and the guy calls a ball. And everybody gets quiet, and I'm right next to the ump. I'm right behind him in the cage, and I just go, what? Just like that. I literally, I just go, what? And everybody got more quiet, and other parents on the other team, and they're all looking at me. And the ump just looks, he stops, he takes a couple steps back, he tilts his head, and he's just staring at me. And we're having this stare down. And then I realized, oh shit, I'm going to ruin this for my son I don't want to ruin this for my son. Even though this old piece of shit should have been, somebody should have just said, hey, listen, asshole. I'm sorry. I'm in a mood, guys. All right. Explicit language on this. I don't, I'm in one of these moods right now. Okay. I'm in like a late show Friday mood where it's like, I don't give a shit. So I'm going to try to watch my mouth here, but I'm just, I'm pissed. I'm actually pissed because of this. And I wanted to say, you know something, old man, shame on you. Okay, shame on you for ruining my son's inning because he would have had three strikeouts, no runs given up. But because you're some 80 year old fucking power tripping asshole who's still been doing this, who should have clearly hung him up because you have glaucoma, you piece of shit. Okay, you got to make it's got to be picture perfect. And it was it was actually perfect. Um, but he just stares at me. I don't want to ruin it for my son. So after a couple stares, I just step away and I walk around to where I'm still very close, but he can't see me because I'm near the, near the dugout of my son's dugout. And there was another little gap between the dugout and the fence where there was a, a little viewing thing where you could look through the fence. So I went there and then, uh, and then there was an error. So my son ended up giving a, up a couple runs, but then he does get a third strikeout and he ends up striking out three. And my son has been pitching for two he's pitched a couple innings this season and he's got five strikeouts in the two innings that he's pitched. But I knew he was going to pitch in the playoffs because, you know, they needed to make sure that they, you know, they had the best chance to win and all that. And uh, my son comes off and he's really proud. And I said, he's like, I told the coach I want to pitch next inning. So he told the coach that, but he couldn't. But his confidence got up. Um, He got a hit and an RBI at the end. And then they end up 
the the score ends up becoming um, 12 to 10. And they called it because of darkness. And they still had another at bat. They still had another inning at bat. So they probably would have won the game. But um, there is a light thing. When a game Little League game starts at 6, it's got to be done by 8.30 is the limit. And uh, they even tried to let it go a little longer. But once it got to 8.45, almost 9 o'clock, it's like twilight and um, is dangerous. So they had to call it. And they end up losing. Whatever. Not the greatest season. But I found out that the coach on the other team, the coach that my son was pitching against, told the umpire, you can't call that a ball, that's a strike. He told it twice during my son pitching. So that's what pissed me off. It's like, you know, the it was like he was picking and choosing when a decent pitch would be a strike or not to like teach these kids where the strike zone is. And it's like, no, you do that with the other shitty kids. Okay, you don't do that with my son because my son was clearly had the best form. You know, my son gets the leg up. My son follows through. My son could pitch. My son goes into the yard and throws a ball. You'll be like, holy shit. My son is known My son is known in the league as the blonde kid with good form. He just has it. He just is. And I'm sorry that these other shitty players, and that's what it is. I'm sorry. I don't even care if parents in my district are listening to this shit. <laughs> uh, I know my fans are listening. They're probably enjoying it going, wow, Versi's going to burn bridges. No, I'm not going to burn bridges. Okay, I'm not going to burn bridges. But there are some kids that need work, and there are some kids that are, are good, and there are some kids that are decent, and there are some kids that quite frankly suck. And I will be the first to tell you guys, if it was my son, I would go, yeah, it's it's a problem. It's bad. We got to figure something out if we're going to continue to play. That's not it. But some of these kids just suck. And I'm sitting, I'm sitting in the bleachers and my wife is watching me. And like, I literally got caught sitting at the bleachers going like, what is this kid? Is this kid, what is this kid doing? Is this kid fucking serious? Does this kid have two left hands? What is he doing? And I start getting like really pissed off because... I know, you know what it is? You know what's frustrating? It's like, and I guess you can't be like that, okay? You can't be like that. I get it. But this is organized baseball now. It's real, you know, umpires, and it's the whole thing, you know, legit fields. This isn't t-ball. This isn't coach pitching to the kids. This is this is where it starts to become, you know, this is like right before junior high into high school. This is becoming baseball. And I get that some of the kids need to figure out that they suck, but... Um, and this is something that I, the coach, his coach was great. Uh, well, one of his coaches was super great, but I was watching this going, you know, man, I, cause they're like, each team has like three or four coaches and certain coaches need to work on certain things. And I'm like, if I wasn't a comedian, man, like, and I'm actually going to think about next year or the year after, if I could work out my schedule or I could at least be an assistant coach and work with certain kids on certain things. Cause there were things that I just couldn't handle watching. And I know that that's not cool and not fair. And I remember when I wasn't great at sports when I was young. But it wasn't like this. It wasn't like this. You know? And some of these parents, man, it was just... I don't know. I don't know. But I was definitely... Like, I wasn't being a loud dad. I was... As a matter of fact, I was standing next to a guy who was the father of someone on the other team. And I go, hey, man. I'm Because I was like, come on, Lucas, let's go. And I was, like, clapping. And he was looking at me. And I was making sure he was good. You know, that's my boy. I don't give a shit about anybody else. That's my son. And um, and the one father was like, no, man, I totally get it. And then when the coach didn't call my son's pitch, which would have been three strikeouts with no runs, and I just go, what? And he just stopped and looked at me. And I looked at him. Everybody was like, oh, shit. You know. 
And I kind of was just like, okay, got the point. And I walked away. But um, yeah, I was frustrated. I was frustrated, but it was so great to see that. It was so great. And then in the bottom half of that inning, my son got an RBI. And um, he got an RBI and a single. He beat out a throw to first. And um, and that was it. So the season's over. And it was so funny. Some parents, because it was a bad season, or like, you know, as far as wins, some parents were like, oh, man, I don't know. One guy was hilarious. He was drinking beers. And he goes, ah, man. He's like, I kind of hope they don't win this one. Then we got to come back. And it was really really funny and another thing that was funny was when I was behind the dugout waiting for my son's team to come out of the dugout I hear my son's coach go hey guys who do you think's gonna win this game tonight and then I hear silence and then I just hear the coach go all right I appreciate your honesty but come on let's be there for each other and I was just bursting out laughing because even they were like coach you know we're losing this game but they would have won it actually if it wasn't for the I think that I think they the other team was having a lot of problems like pitching and stuff like that. And, and it ended up being, it ended up being 12 to 10 when it was like 11 to three. And then, you know, whatever. All right, that's it. I feel better, but it was just, it was really frustrating. And I want to say, and I guess you can't say this to a parent, but I want to just go up to a parent of like some of the kids that just don't have it at all and go like, are you working with the kid? Are you working with the kid? Can you get a glove and 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 a, a for yourself, and take your kid to Dick's or Models and get a glove and buy some baseballs, buy a net, buy a bat. Your kid is obviously investing his time. So how about you invest your time as a parent and work with these kids? Because some of these kids might as well go out there with a fucking blindfold on, put them in, put give them a bat and put a blindfold on while he's standing in the batter's box and just yell swing at the appropriate time. They got a better chance of that, okay? They got a better chance. of It's like hitting a pinata with some of these kids. They might as well have a blindfold on. It's it's horrible. And I'm not talking about somebody, oh, Paul, maybe they take longer to develop. I'm not talking about that. Every team's got a kid that starts off bad, but by the end, you know, they develop and they work and they're better. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about kids that look like they should be locked in a cage in their house until they know how to walk on two feet and chew gum at the same time. That's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about kids that probably look like it took them 35 minutes to put their fucking uniform on. Okay? Bad shit. Like, not good at all. Like, like, like the type of kids like walking to the plate and you're going like, what's this kid going to do? And I know, I know some of you are thinking Verzi's in a mood on this one. And I like that he's going to get mad and he's in a mood. I'm not. I'm really not trying to. All right, I am in a little bit of a mood. But I'm not trying to be a dick. I'm not trying to be rude to a kid. I'm just saying, like, if I see something that my son is, you know, lacking in or something that I know that he needs to work on, you know what it is? It's us in the yard and we're going to work on it. I'll throw him grounders. You know, that's why he's a good second baseman. I'll, I'll will, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll throw the ball with him. I'll have him throw to home, to first, to third, the whole thing. Like, you know, basketball, we go outside. If I see him doing something wrong, I'm like, buddy, this is the, you know, better form and this and that. And you know what the best thing is as a parent when I show up to the field 
or the basketball court and the coach or somebody who's been there for a while goes, hey, man, I could really tell you're working with your son because he's got, you know, he's just doing this and he's doing it. And, you know, and it's nice to know that the coaches think that he has some of the most potential out there and, and do it. And I know that it's not fair and it's going to be like, oh, come on, Paul, they're kids. Some kids want to play and they're just not good. I'm not saying that, but like if the parents aren't working with them and the parents are just like, ah, well, he wanted to play. You hear those people. Well, you know, he wanted to play. So we signed him up and it's like, yeah, but he's going to have a baseball knock out his front four teeth, you dope. What are you doing? Well, he wanted to play, you know, it's like, yeah, but his helmet's on his foot because he's a fucking idiot. All right, I'm done. There you go. I feel better. I feel better. Sorry. Uh, (laughs) It's one of those. Listen, the last few have been cleaner. All right. The last few. I'll, I'll clean this one up. But I'm just, you know, I'm in one of those moods. I don't know. It's the rain. I kind of got that tired thing going on. Um, even though I rested. Oh, but I got some movies that we got to talk about. Um, I cheated on my diet, guys. I was doing no sugar. And for Father's Day, my um, my mother-in-law got me um, gummy bears and this dark chocolate. And uh, I haven't eaten the whole thing, but I definitely took some. So I got to get back on that. Back on that. Uh, get back up on that horse. There you go. Um, and, and stay away from the sweets because that's what was killing me. Um, all right, here's an unacceptable for you. People that are going to vacation in the Dominican Republic. All right. Um, and I don't mean this to the people that passed away, but I mean, people that book it now for cheap. If you're booking stuff in the Dominican Republic right now, okay. How many times do you have to hear Stay on the resort. Anytime, that's my unacceptable. Anytime you book a place where you go, well, they say it's really unsafe, but just stay on the resort. Hey, but it's all inclusive, so we could shove our face with cheesecake and margaritas and pina coladas, okay, till we gain 19 pounds in three days, and then we could put our fat ass in the pool, because I heard the pool is heated. It's going to be great. They have a great buffet. Yeah, but they'll slit your wife's throat for her perfume that's in her bag if you go a foot over the thing. It's ridiculous, all right? Another gentleman died from New Jersey. May he rest in peace. He went there and he mysteriously died after eating something or whatever. Another couple vanished over there. David Ortiz got shot. I did a joke the other day. I said, you know, the, the David Ortiz, okay, I felt bad. Who, who would do such a thing? I, th- I don't know if I mentioned this, but I did it on stage and it, it worked. Um, I said, David Ortiz got shot in the Dominican Republic. He got shot in the back, came through his stomach. How could you do it? And all these people are holding their faces. No, who would do such a thing? I even tweeted, you know, I hope he gets well and that, um, you know, what's wrong with people. Then you hear rumors, oh, he's having sex with a kingpin's wife. And I'm like, oh, well, that's par for the course. And then I said, how, how could you not be afraid of that? I'd be a, and he's married. I'd be afraid as a single guy to like finger a Yonkers bookie's daughter. I'd be afraid of that. This guy's having sex with drug lord's wife in the Dominican Republic. It's like, yeah, that's par for the course. I said, haven't you seen Scarface? They fucking should have killed him. It's like, what, of course, you can't do that shit. You can't have sex with a drug lord's wife and then be sipping on a drink in his country thinking one of his goons isn't going to figure out where you are and do something. And granted, I love David Ortiz. I hope he's doing well. I know he's back in the States, and I'm glad he survived it and all that stuff. But, you know, it's one thing to hear, oh, my God, the guy got shot. Who would do such a thing? I don't know. Maybe a drug lord's 
a drug lord's, uh, you know, a drug lord whose wife was sleeping with him. Maybe that, maybe that's the guy, maybe that's who would do it. Um, Dominican Republic, I'm sorry, Dominicans, if you're listening. I'm not trying to be a dick, okay? I know, you know, it's a beautiful country. Okay, yeah, it's a beautiful country and all that stuff. But I'm not going to a Sandals or a Beaches in the Dominican Republic and I could eat my face off and drink my face off for two grand for eight days. But I have to worry about when my wife goes to the ice machine in the middle of the night if she's ever coming back. All right? I will stick. I'll go. I'd rather go to that shithole down in Florida and, 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 and feel, well, that's actually trashy too. Hawaii. Spend a little money. Go to Hawaii, I guess. Oh, folks, this is a definitely, I'm, I'm not going to lie. We're almost, we're like halfway through this thing and I, I realized I'm angry. It's just one of those. What are you going to do? It's one of those. I got a little extra, little extra something today. Pissed off about the umpire. Pissed off about these kids who suck. Um, you know, pissed off about the, just, yeah, everything. And let's, and let's talk about this real quick. Oh, by the way, one thing I'm not pissed off, my golf game is coming back. Played golf. Okay, this will maybe take it to a nicer place. Played golf about, I played a couple of nine holes, uh, rounds, and a couple of, so from Sunday to Sunday, I played four times. Two two rounds of 18 and two rounds of nine. Had a great time. Uh, Game started to get back. I went to this local course with, uh, actually I went to this local course by my house with my mother-in-law. Um, shout out to my mother-in-law, Kim. She is a really good, consistent, consistent golfer. You know, she's one of those where it's just, for the most part, straight. And she just, you know, she just kind of knows the, the, the form and stuff. So we played and I was, I played so bad a couple of days before that I wanted to start to figure out my short game. And I felt like that round, it started to come. And then when I played on, um, when I played on Sunday, Father's Day, when I played 18, played a bigger course, uh, my second nine, I started coming around really well. So uh, that made me feel, you know, this podcast would be all different if my last two rounds of golf were really shitty. Because then I would have just been, then I would have just been. So then I said to my wife too, going back to the um, baseball thing, the umpire that I'm mad at, which is probably what's sparking this. I said to my wife, I'm going to walk up to the umpire at the end of the game and go, you know something, you ruined a kid's, you ruined a kid's inning with three strikeouts with no runs, and he was pitching, you ruined that because of your shitty call, because you're, you, cause you suck, and you took that away, I'm glad, I hope you feel good, you old piece of shit, I hope you feel good, that yeah, when you take your fat ass into your car, you old asshole, you 80 year old dickhead, I hope when you drive away, you know that you did that, because you're just some anal dickhead, and you took that away from a kid, and my wife's like, it's probably better you don't say that, now, I don't know if I would have said all that, but I, I, I would have, uh, I would have definitely, <laughs> definitely like to say, hey man, you, that call, that was a strike, and you took the good inning from a kid because of that, and then walked away, but my wife is like, why, and I'm like, why not, it's the last game of the season, and this guy's like 80, who knows if we're ever going to see him again, and, and he did that, and then other coaches were saying it. Then well, I felt really good because my son's coach started getting into it with the umpire. And then um, my son, I probably shouldn't say this, but my son heard a couple of bad words on uh, YouTube. And me and my wife were upset about it and stuff. And he'll like whisper it or say it. And he said to me, he goes, this umpire, when we were walking out, he goes, this umpire sucks. 
And then he mouthed the word dicks. I think he did. And I just, I don't know if he said suck shit or dicks, but I think he's like, this umpire sucks. And I just go, buddy, I go, you can't talk like that. Even if you heard it and you mouthed it, you didn't say, you just, you're not going to use those words. They're inappropriate. And then I turned around and I just had this smile on my face that I didn't want him to see. But everybody was really pissed off at the, um, at the umpire. All right, let's read. Let's read your guys. Uh, let's, let's see what you guys wrote here for your uh, unacceptables or whatever it is that you wrote in. I know I'm ranting on and I'm kind of angry, but don't worry. I got some movies that we're going to review um, and some stuff on sports and we'll do some plugs about some upcoming dates. Oh, it's going to be such a great rest of the show here on TVE 406. And um, it looks like I am going to have a big guest on the live one. Hold on a second. And Jerry and I are about to make an announcement. Looks like looks like we're going to a new network. Not All Things Comedy. A network in New York. Okay, hint, hint. It's in New York. And um, we are, it already has an amazing studio, which we're going to use. And uh, we wanted to do it on the 21st, the day after the draft. We just don't know if we're going to have enough time. But we might do like a warm-up show that we put up out there about the draft or something like that. And we're talking about that. So I will announce that as well. And uh, and it's, so it's going to be two things. It's going to be a new sports podcast. And that podcast is also going to have the Patreon. So it's going to be a lot more stuff for you guys uh, real soon here. Um, we wanted to announce it for the, for the, um, for the NBA draft, which we're also going to talk about as well. All right, here we go. We got a couple, couple people wrote in and, uh, here we go. So, ah, speaking of this, this is from, uh, oh, Clint says gummy bears, go to GNC and get smart sweets, gummy bears, three grams of sugar per bag. And it's, uh, stevia or stevia. Uh, not processed sugar. If you can tell the difference, I'll send you a bag of regular gummy bears. Well, thank you, buddy. I will definitely check that out. Uh, this one is from Blair, and this is called Sobriety Acceptable. And Blair sends this. This is actually really nice. And uh, all right, this will definitely steer the podcast in a. Uh, <clears throat> this will steer the podcast in a, in a nicer, sweeter direction. Uh, Paul, I wanted to include your quote from my scrapbook if you wanted to bring home the point about the great things TVE has helped. Uh, This is for my year of sobriety that I celebrated on June 12th. Then he sent a picture and the scrapbook. And uh, he says, see me standing on that park bench? That's where I slept. I now have an amazing daughter, girlfriend, job, and full-time student and author. I started a charity called Good Stewart on Facebook. We collect donation for abused children and adults. Uh, if you could shout that out on the show, we would be beyond thrilled. What I really want uh, to do is thank you again. Your influence means more than you could ever know. Thanks, Paul uh, Blair Stewart. Well, Blair, thank you so much. Um, congratulations. I believe, I mean, I've been doing this show obviously 406 times and I remember some regular writers uh, or people that submit to Unacceptables for TVE, uh, kind of the way radio stations and sports fans are regular callers on sports shows. And if I remember correctly, you would write in while you were not sober. Uh, 
you would write in during your partying and hanging out and all that stuff, and then you stopped for a while. Then I believe you, um, you, uh, you know, got your shit together, which is great. Um, and it means a lot. Thank you very much. It means a lot that you used what I wrote to you in your scrapbook. Um, and yeah, man, that's amazing that you're look like you got your shit together and you're standing on the bench that you slept on in a park, which is beyond, uh, that's wild. So anyway, man, congratulations, uh, on everything, on the girlfriend, the daughter, you got your shit together, man, keep going. And, um, anything that the TVE, anything the Verzi effect or myself could do, um, let me know if you got, if you come out to a show and please come and say hi and, um, and all that stuff. So that's all good stuff. There you go. We're positive now. We're back. Um, and let's see what this one is here. Was there another, there was another one, but I, did I hit it and I can't find it now? I'm the worst. Where are we? No, not that one. Ah, shit. All right. Well, you know what? Wait, is it, was it Ryan? Was it Robert? Was it this one? Um, maybe. I don't know. Damn it. Um, all right, whatever. I gotta, I'm sorry. If I missed one, guys, just send it to Unacceptables for TV. I'm the worst. And now it's back to angry. Uh, no, I'm kidding. So let's talk about, I saw a couple of movies. Where are we? Are we over 30 minutes here? Yes, we are. Okay. So I saw a couple of movies and I want to review them. Um, I never want to be disrespectful. <laughs> to people that make movies, but I have to say that I definitely, I didn't love Adam Sandler's, uh, murder mystery. Uh, you know, I have mutual friends of Adam and I do not want to be disrespectful, but I watched it. Now, granted in, in the defense of the movie, I was so tired and I had to break it up into a couple of days, but it was just, like when I watch a murder, and it was a comedy, so I get maybe that's why I wasn't, I think since I love crime shows so much, I went into it like, oh, it's going to be some whodunit, hard to figure out. It was a silly comedy like that. It was almost like the movie Clue, but like if it was funny and so whatever. So, but I, it was, it, let me say this. It was what I, it was different than what I expected for the worse, I guess. I should have went in with different expectations, some funny stuff, but uh, I was expecting something different. Uh, so I just have to be honest. Then I saw a movie called The Perfection. Holy shit. Okay, listen to me right now. I've reviewed movies on this podcast for years. This movie, I want, it was 12 something at night and I'm ready for bed. And I'm going, oh man, The Perfection. I haven't seen that. What is that? And the stars were women, and it was about playing the cello. So I'm like, there's no way I'm going to watch this. Okay? It's not, and it wasn't like female actresses that I know. I mean, I don't care that it was female actresses. I, I'll, I love a movie, whether it's a, whether the star is male or female, but it's not typical of me to go, oh, it's about two female cello, like playing the cello. Like that's not something that I'm going to be like, oh shit, you know, I'm in till three. It's just not what it is. I swear to God, I watched this movie for the first 15 minutes and 
I was like, oh man, I'm in. I'm in. It was it was violent, it was sexual, it was a drama with crime, it had a twist, then another twist, uh, then insanely violent. It was, I mean, I don't know how I can talk about it without not giving it away, but I'll give you guys the gist of it. Um, starts out, there is this woman who is having flashbacks of being a young girl and she's older and she was like a epic, like one of the greatest, um, to play it like the cello. She was just like insane and she went to like the best school in Boston for it or something like that. And then she had to stop because her mother got sick and she went home taking care of the mother. And the mother was like bedridden and sick for like 10 years. And then she finally, the mother died and she looked up the people that were teaching her at the school and she wanted to go and find them. And she found out that there were some event in Asia. So she went out to Asia and then she met the new girl who like kind of took over her place when she left the school, who is now like the greatest and famous in the world. And they meet at this thing. And then something happens that night and it changes the course of the movie. And uh, I, I, I got to just leave it at that. But just know this. it is. I remember when it was over, I think out loud I said, oh my God, that was incredible. Like that was nuts, incredible. And I remember not wanting to see anything else on my TV after the final scene and the credits came up. I just clicked off so I could go to bed and process what I just saw. Like I didn't want to watch this movie and then turn on Sports Center. Like he robbed a home run. Like I wouldn't have been able to. <laughs> I wouldn't have been able to process. Like I wanted to really think about what I had just saw, and it was really, really wild. And there's a couple of parts I obviously can't tell you. And then like some horrible things were done for a reason and you don't know why, but then you find out why. And, um, oh man. And then there's a couple of times where you're like, you want revenge from certain people a couple of times during the movie. Oh man. It was just the, listen, um, this is a hidden gem. I don't know if you saw it, but if you are going on a date night, if you're, you know, it's raining in New York, I don't know where you are, but if you just want to sit at home and do nothing tonight and just, you know, veg out on the couch and watch something, uh, it is, but I will say this, it's very violent. There's a couple of very cringe, cringe-worthy scenes to say the least, um, a couple of gross scenes, but very, very, um, I thought, well-written and really cool. And um, you know who's in it? The girl, the, the, who was it? The girlfriend in um, Get Out. Jordan Peele's Get Out. The, uh, the white girlfriend of the black dude that they were trying to obviously like, you know, do the horrible shit to. And she was the one looking for her keys. And then she's like, you know, I can't do that. And like she ended up being evil and stuff like that too. She plays the girl who had to leave the school, uh, the music school, and stay at home for 10 years um, to take care of her mom. But you got to check it out. It's called The Perfection and it comes around beautifully. There you go. Thank me later. 
write to me after you see it to Unacceptables for TVE. Um, do not watch it around people that get grossed out. Do not watch it around children. Um, not crazy sexual content, but violent, violent, uh, a couple of scenes of violence and, and kind of a good like uh, plot twist uh, in the end. Okay. Um, NBA draft guys, sports, we'll get into this here and, um, we'll talk. I I read something that Kevin Durant has now moved from the West coast to New York. Uh, this was all reported. This is real. He moved all of his stuff out of the Bay area and out of the West coast. Um, he had his surgery in New York and he left the hospital and now he is staying at a hotel in New York City uh, for the foreseeable future. And apparently there were reports, and this was this has been reported uh, by Colin Cowherd and Rick Buecher on a Bleacher Report, that Kyrie Irving met with Kevin Durant. And they uh, Kyrie Irving apparently told Kevin Durant to go to Brooklyn with him. And Kevin Durant said... Uh, that they should play together with the Knicks. And now that's where the fallout is. And that's where one wants to go one place and one wants to go the other. I still say Durant comes to the Knicks. I think that that's been done unless he can be persuaded. But from everything I've learned, everybody I've talked to, not saying that I'm some crazy source, but um, if he does not go to the Knicks, it will be... And this was, uh, if you guys want to check this out, you can Google, well, this is one thing too, Google um, Colin Cowherd, Rick Buecher, uh, Bleacher Report, or Kevin Durant. Colin Cowherd, Rick Buecher, Durant. Put that in Google and you'll see like a 10 minute interview and that's the one where uh, you learn all this. But Kevin Durant is in New York right now. He's in a New York hotel, staying here. His stuff was moved here and he, him and Kyrie are might play on... One may play with the Nets, one may play with the Knicks. I don't care that he hurt his leg. I think he's 30 years old. He'll be fine. And, um, you know, all these, and I'm not trying to be a dick too, but like, you know, Raptors fans need to chill out a little bit because it's like, like, oh, no excuses. Somebody's like, no excuses. I was like, well, there is an excuse. There is an excuse. It's not an excuse. It's a reason. That's all I'm saying. Like everybody, like I'm not trying to be, I'm not trying to look at them as the dick. Like, I'm not trying to look at them as like, oh, I'm, I'm being a dick going, oh, you know, you won against a weaker team. But like, call it what it is. You won against a weaker team. If Michael Jordan blew out his leg and Scottie Pippen missed games in an NBA series, the Bulls aren't the Bulls. You know what I mean? You you have uh, no Kevin Durant for, you know, you have no you have Kevin Durant for 11 minutes in a series uh, and you have no Clay Thompson at the end of a game which they were winning and doing well and looked good and he was sharp. He had 30 points. He didn't play half of the third or the end of the third and all of the fourth in a game that they still could have won. So that has to count for something. Clay, Clay Thompson missed game three. So just call it what it is. That's all I'm saying. Don't 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 sit here and act like, oh, well, you know, Toronto, they're world beaters. And they know they, they beat a depleted championship team that still took them very very deep in game six and if Steph Curry hits that shot it goes to game seven and they have nobody other than other than him and Draymond Green was playing like a dog so let's not be let's not get crazy here that's all I'm saying let's just not get crazy okay Toronto Raptors didn't look you know they looked great with but they were also playing a lot of bench players so let's just take that for what it is okay 
Um, also, check out the John Morant thing. The John Morant story. He'll be the second pick to the Memphis Grizzlies. I think that was pretty cool on ESPN as well. And it looks like the Knicks are going to take uh, R.J. Barrett. But fascinated with it. The NBA draft is this Thursday night. So I will watch that before I do some shows. Um, and uh, there you go. That is it. Let's talk about some shows coming up. Guys, I am losing my voice, if you could hear. And uh, I need to shut it down a little early on this one. Because, uh, um, yeah, I, I, got, I need some rest. I think I'm getting this pollen and all kinds of shit going on. Anyway, guys, I will be performing um, June 20... Where is it? Laugh Boston, June 27th through the 29th. Uh, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, five shows, great club, it's over there at the Westin on the Water in Boston, and uh, it's always a great time, the last time I was out there, I was at uh, I was at the TD Garden in Boston with Burr in front of 18,000 people, and it was such a blast, so um, come out, oh, I'm sorry, one show Thursday, one show Friday, two shows Saturday, June 27th through the 29th. Then um, July, I'll be at Mohegan Sun. August, I'll be at the Pittsburgh Improv. I'll talk about that. And guys, one that I am super, super excited about is always one of my favorite places. Last year, I headlined it in the summer, and it was amazing. And this time, it's going to be even better because it's uh, late in September. But Gotham Comedy Club you can get tickets at uh, GothamComedyClub.com right now, September 27th, two shows Friday, and September 28th, two shows Saturday. Those shows are going to be packed out. Both nights are going to be packed out. It's two shows Friday, two shows Saturday. Get your early tickets now. We're trying to get the pre-sales out. We just want to bang this out um, now because last time um, people were like, oh, I wish I would have known, and it almost was sold out. Um, especially on Saturday. So please go if it's, I'm telling you, and the new hour is going to be all ready by then pretty much. So come out to Gotham Comedy Club September 20. Uh, I know it's far out. I know. But they already have it on sale because we did great last time. So we're going to try to uh, to get. So if you want to come and see me, don't get locked out of it. New York City, 27th, 28th of September, Gotham. Great room, great owners, some of the best people in the business. Uh, shout out to Steve and Chris Mazzilli who also want us to do more live TVEs from their vintage lounge like I did with Sal Vacano and we will and we will do that. So uh, there you have it guys. I'm a little under the weather. My voice is going. So I'm going to uh, cut this one short because I do have shows this week but I wanted to get this out there for you. Plus it's only like 12 minutes. I mean give me a break. Alright don't give me shit here. I'm just trying to think if there was anything else. Um... Anything else that I wanted to talk about? No, because I was going to shit on a TV show, and I didn't want to do that either. I'm just like, you know what? Let me let me uh, let me cut the bridge burning down. <laughs> let me let me cut the bridge burning down to a minimal. Just just the parents of shitty baseball players in my neighborhood. The umpire who's probably going to be, you know. I could see like a snarky parent going, yeah, just so you know, one of the parents is a comedian. You know, you know those annoying people who they don't even say comedian, right? There's like one of the one of the parents is a comedian, 
Yeah, and um, he's got a podcast, and it was disgusting. He was talking about you and you being old, which, by the way, I think what you're doing is really great that, you know, it probably keeps you fresh and you really like the kids. And he was disgusting, okay? And he was talking about how you were old and you ruined a call. And, uh, yeah, and he was talking about how kids that, that play lacrosse are shitty because, you know, it was really disgusting. And so I just want you to know that not all of us feel that way and we think what you're doing is great. Like one of those, you know, just somebody that should get into a car accident. Not necessarily die, but just get scared, you know. One of those people that, like, is anything worse than the complainer who was like, that was disgusting. Like, you know that? That just, that, ugh. Nothing is worse than that. Like, people have feelings, Paul. That's the other way. You, you know, they they, mess, they can't say, like, my name is not Paul. My name is Paul. You know, you know what I'm talking about, those people. And listen, I'm not naive. I know that there are people that know that I'm a comedian in my neighborhood, and they say, I, don't, I haven't said any names. I didn't say who I was talking about. I'm not. I'm just saying, in general, if your kid is shitty at a sport that you pay for him to go to. And, and I don't just mean, with, I mean, I know it's a public school, but I'm talking about gas and your time at practice and all that stuff. If that happens and your kid, you know, is throwing the ball with his foot, then you might want to take him in the backyard. So if anybody listening to this podcast got upset with what I said, understand two very important things. A, I'm a comedian and I'm going to say what I want to say. And two, I don't give a fuck what you think. Okay? I haven't my whole time doing this and that's why I got us where I am now. And I just don't care. I really don't care. <clears throat> and if you are one of those people going like, who do you think you... I'm like, I'm glad that you feel that way because that means that I struck a chord with the person that I wanted to strike a chord with. Okay? So, and how about this? If you do see that old piece of shit, tell him he did ruin the inning. And I stick by it. Lacrosse sucks. I'll debate anybody about it. That stupid cage and you're stupid. Well, either I don't care. I'm not a lacrosse fan. I'm not. I know it could be great sport. I know. Pit bulls could be great dogs. I get it. But I don't want a pit bull and I don't want to play lacrosse. No, and, and here's the other thing. If you're good at lacrosse and you love it, that's great. But I'm saying, like, I'm not... No one's watching on TV. That's all. Why am I justifying? Anyway. Um, all right. That's it for me, guys. I'm in rare form. Should I just start shitting on people right now? I want to. What is wrong with me? Uh, no, because I'm tired of watching these TV shows and having it be this... Now, you know what? I got to stop. I got to stop. I'm going to lose my voice. And then I'm going to be sitting up there talking like, yeah, so the other day I went to the grocery store and people be like, I can't hear you. And I'm like, that's because I just shit on lacrosse and some old umpire, okay, during my podcast, which I was supposed to cut short, but I didn't know. <laughs> Guys, this is 406. I'm Paul Verzi. Um, the announcement will be coming this week for everything else. I will talk to you guys soon. Thanks for listening.